0: So, welcome to the Compassionate Capitalist podcast, everybody. Uh, Thanks for tuning in again. If uh, hopefully you've listened to more than one, and you'll listen to more than one after this, I'm excited to have a returning guest who's also a very good friend, Bo Meganson. Hello, say hello to everybody. Well, you can't wave.
1: Uh, Hello, everybody. I can't wave. There we
0: go. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so, it's, it's
1: so great to join you i mean the, what you're doing from an edu- what you're doing from an educational perspective and helping so many of your listeners understand the different dynamics uh in the capital world particularly early stages of vital and i'm very grateful that uh, you asked me to be be part of what you're doing
0: oh well, thank you So for those of you that haven't had the benefit of uh, listening or watching to the podcast that Bo and I did, I think 2019, let me tell you who he is and why this is a special time. He's the managing partner of Gold Coast Angels. He's helping to build South Florida into the largest, most active startup entrepreneur community. Uh, they, I guess you get skill. gokos is invested in seven portfolio companies since inception, from healthcare to AI to pet products. He serves on the board of many companies, including Pritchard's Distillery Company in Saint John, Bosco, member of the Family Office Club, and a former executive director for the Angel Investor Management Group (AIM), which is one of the largest, most active angel investor networks. In the southeast, uh, definitely along the panhandle of Florida and Alabama, and with uh, forty million put to work in over sixty companies. So, welcome again. Thank you
1: very much. Thanks, Karen. I, I appreciate it and again. Uh, very uh, honored and humbled that you would include me in your podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you. So, you know, let's catch up officially. We had a little chat the other day, but last time we did this show, Compassionate Capitalist mm-hmm. Show. After right. I uh, run into you at a family office event, or maybe I, I reached mm-hmm. out to you and then you ran into each other there. Anyway, right. you were just kicking things off down in Miami. And, right. uh And, you know, it was an exciting time. Lots of opportunity. They brought you down there specifically to start up that angel group. And look at that. Right. Seven company so let's i mean most people it was the black swan event of 2020 with the pandemic and the investors i knew up in atlanta and around the southeast and southwest have stayed extremely active and it sounds like the same thing down there in south florida
1: it has been and you know as with anything you know if you even look back to 2007 and 2008 karen you know when when there is upheaval you know for better or for worse it also creates opportunity and uh, you know, in 2007, 2008, for those people that had cash, uh, the real estate market was was easy pickings. And then some some group, groups and individuals were able to do very well. And likewise, with the pandemic issues, it's opened up other things. For example, telehealth has obviously done very well uh, since uh, the pandemic uh, took over, and so many of the healthcare providers are now going to a remote a remote model. And we've been able to take advantage of that. We've been able to work with testing companies and vaccination companies to do to do patient follow up. And uh, and well has, has had multifold growth in the last year or so. So that's been very good.
0: Uh, so, well, other companies, let, let me uh, interrupt because right. you broke up there for just a minute. So you were talking about you invested in Wellbox back right. in before the pandemic and then it really Correct. has amplified since the pandemic because right. of the nature of telemed? Yes. Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, they, again, the, uh, they're a telemed company and with the advent of the pandemic, they were able to uh, partner with testing companies and vaccination companies to do patient follow-up and it really just exploded their business and yeah. they've had multiple uh, over the last year or so um, to where the, the valuation is a, is a geometric a geometric uh, uh, component of what, what was when we first invested so that's been very good
0: that's great to hear they have been a
1: very good uh, success story and, and there are other companies that uh, again in the, in different spaces whether it be transportation or delivery you know or uh, doing uh, in, uh, delivering the last mile for food or what have you uh, that have really done well so th- different areas of open it's okay. a different type of. It's a pharma company that, uh, that we're really excited about. It's got an incredible team. And again, as you know, the team is everything. So oh, yeah. those are those are good things that, that are not just here in, my, in Miami. Of course, Miami right now in South Florida is seeing just an incredible dynamic of growth with the people from New York that are and, and Silicon Valley for that matter that uh, I say are leaving, but the proper term might be evacuating <laughs> and, coming, and coming to Florida. Uh, it, it's yeah, been, it's, it's been tremendous.
0: Well, that was that was one of my uh, questions. I was gonna I was gonna come to. We'll just jump to that right now because, you know, I think one of the things that I've and I've been taught and talking to people that, you know, the pandemic kind of gave a whole new perspective on where they could live because so many businesses or so many organizations figured out that they could, um, do their what they did remote, and when it comes to um, investing, particularly if you're, I know you guys take an active, uh, like m- a mentoring sort of role within your companies, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of uh, there's been this talk of, of VCs and different, organiz- you know, money side of the equation moving out of Silicon Valley. And uh, the, when we talked the other day, you, you mentioned New York as well because of increased taxation in those areas, uh, cost of living you know, and just the, the quality of life of being in a highly populated area versus something potentially more spread out like South Florida is compared mm-hmm. to some of those areas where you've got a, a metropolitan area, but you're easily accessible to that from an area that got, has a lot of sunshine and trees around you. So, um, So you've seen, so you yourself and your organization not only have seen a benefit from that and people coming down there and discovering you, but also has it been entrepreneurs relocating as well and uh, and then the critical resources for entrepreneurs all kind of moving that way too? Absolutely.
1: And, and even before the pandemic, Karen, we had seen and hosted, frankly, uh, a number of groups from specifically from the Bay Area that were looking to South Florida As a place to locate portfolio companies, because that and that was again even pre pre COVID. This was December, January, December 2019, January of 2020. Um, because the the early stage entrepreneur at that certainly then, and I'm sure it's the same now, could not afford to live in Silicon Valley companies. Well, now it's even more so. On Tuesday, for example, since we've talked, Peter Thiel and Founders Fund. Announced on Tuesday that they are moving an office and opening an office uh, in the w- Wynwood area in, in the Wynwood Annex, which is a, an area here in the Midtown area of Miami. Really? On 24th Street. Kind of, if you look at Wynwood, it's kind of the up and coming, uh, really kind of artsy, techie uh, district of Miami. Uh, but they announced they are taking a whole floor, Founders Fund, uh, along with one of their portfolio companies. Um, it's in the Miami Herald. I can't remember the name of the company, but uh, they are, are taking a whole floor of the of the Wynwood annex in in Midtown Miami. That was announced uh, Tuesday. So it, it just keeps happening more and more. There's uh, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, the Downtown Development Authority of Miami held a, a mixer for for companies that they had helped relocate to Downtown Miami from New York, specifically that narrow, and there were, there were over a hundred people there. Yeah, and wow. they, were in, they were just creating a, a, an environment where they could meet you know, local Miami people that are in the industry that, to create some, some, some relationships there that will frankly keep those folks here when, if and when things in their hometown or their home area change because we want them to become part of the community, not just come hang out for a little while and leave. Um, so that, the continued growth, and there's more coming on a weekly basis. And that's going to continue to come to happen as as Peter Thiel and Founders Fund illustrates.
0: Yeah. So, do you see that? Because it used to be in a lot of cases down in Florida, you had the snowbirds. And so, mm-hmm. um, investing and that kind of stuff was kind of seasonality seasonality and stuff. Seasonal, mm-hmm. seasonal, seasonal, um, seasonal, but, <laughs> but they, uh, but now, you know, it sounds like maybe not as much, you know, you might go back for business, but roots get get planted down in uh, South Florida.
1: Exactly. Well, you have a lot of, we, we've had, and still do a lot of people that were, you know, coming down for six months on a day. Uh, for the tax benefits and claiming South Florida as their primary residence so they didn't have to pay state or city income tax. Well, now that they've been down here for a while and seen, again, the lifestyle benefits of of being in such an eclectic and international city like Miami. And Miami is it's a different it's a different culture. It's a culture of its own. It is multinational. It is American, to be sure. In fact, some of the most ardent and um, pro-America people are folks from other countries that have come here and understand what other countries are like and have left for a reason and appreciate what we have here. Um, In fact, uh, particularly Colombians, Venezuelans, Argentinians, along with Cubans, of course. But um, so you've got you've got the gateway to all kinds of different countries and and nationalities and uh, Jewish population and Israeli population here there's the uh, European South African African for that matter uh, it, it's a it's an, a just eclectic group uh, uh, to use a phrase that I'm from my neck of the woods it's a gumbo of different flavors that creates an incredible meal that uh, that many people can enjoy and take advantage of and a lot of folks are seeing it right now and it's it's not just Don Johnson and, you know, Philip Michael Thomas anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, since you got it started, you had a, perspection, a perspective when you came in there. And what you just said about all of the uh, the broad diversity of the community down there, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you're on the website. And by the way, for those that are listening, the website for Gold Coast Angels is goldcoastangels.vc, just like it sounds, G-O-N-G. G-O-L-D-C-O-A-S-T-A-N-G-E-L-S dot V-C. I have uh, one of the things that I've noticed in some of the angel groups that I've been participating in is that that old adage of, you know, only investing in things that are in your backyard, you know, and, you know, they might have a, a, like a lot of times it's tech companies, they might have lanes of, of technology that they play in, but a lot of that has been, Sort of uh, blown up, if you will, because mm-hmm. everything being so virtual, the level of due diligence is a little is higher because of the fact you may not have a as much of a face to face interaction as you would have. But mm-hmm. when you have, um, but the but not the backyard piece of it, it really seems to has changed uh, in mm-hmm. in a lot of what used to be the normal sort of, you know. A dissertation of what was the investment criteria right. and mm-hmm. so as a managed because you guys have yourself listed as a member managed so right ha, it started out with that intent and explain you know for our audience what that means and then sure. have you seen a uh any kind of switch in the focus from being a florida to anywhere goes kind of of a, of a of an investment criteria or other mm-hmm. types of pivots
1: Sure. Well, you're you're very accurate as always, carrying your assessment. That, that yeah, we we remember management, and, and we things have have changed. And, and we we were never really member. Uh, excuse me, we were never really focused just on Florida. You know, much like when I was with AIM, we were willing to look at any any deals from anywhere. But because South Florida is just geographically isolated, that's just a a geographic reality. Is that oh. South Florida is not on the way anywhere except Havana or Nassau. Okay. And so uh, as a result, you do get somewhat siloed with local stuff. But because of, again, our relationships that, that I built uh, before coming here, there were, you know, we were able to access deals through Venture South in, in the Carolinas or through AIM in Atlanta and Nashville and, and Alabama or through the Central Texas Angels in Austin or through uh, New Cura in, partners in Nashville. So we've been able to reach out and look at those deals as well. Uh, but, yeah, we try to stay – we still are man, member-managed. We want to bring value-add to our portfolio companies. That's kind of a, the point of what we try to do with Angel Investing Group – With uh, as an Angel Investing Group is bring that value-add uh, to the table and uh, help them grow and scale in a more rapid fashion. But because of what Miami is, we've been able to look at things and, – and, and there's so many – they'd say, but you've seen it too. There's so many scams that come across different tables, particularly if they're international, but because of the relationships and people here, you can, you can vet those out, uh, through ambassadors and through, uh, general consuls that live in certain, that live here in Miami so that we can look at deals in the Dominican Republic or in Colombia or in, in, um, Israel for that matter. In fact, uh, today, uh, we were, we were contacted that today we were contacted, but we, Developed a relationship with the Florida-Israel Business Accelerator out of Tampa that is focused exclusively on identifying Israeli-based technology companies that have proof of concept in Israel, that have market adoption in Israel, that have traction in Israel, have revenues in that, in that sector and want to come to the U.S. market. Um, we've, uh, we, we've got exposure to those companies, which is a, a, a totally different level. When you're talking Israeli technology, and then, of course, the concentration of capital in South Florida is unparalleled in any other market out, outside of the top four or top three anyway of New York City, Manhattan, Silicon Valley, and, and Houston, maybe Los Angeles, but but that's probably uh, – they're probably – and when I say the, the area, I mean from Palm Beach all the way down to Homestead or even sure. Key West. So the region and uh, and the the growth that we're about to see here in South Florida, the explosion, uh, which will be very, um, uh, which will be comparable to what transpired in uh, there in Atlanta in the late 90s, early 2000s. After WebMD went public and after CNN was acquired by Time Warner and then Time Warner, of course, was acquired by, uh, was acquired by AOL uh, and in the in the really metamorphosis that that. Catalyzed in Atlanta, uh, the same changes that occurred in, in Austin, Texas, around Dell Dell Computers and what they did, along with the the tech the uh, tech transfer program that the University of Texas implemented, and then of course uh, in healthcare IT in Nashville around HCA, all those all those events and all those different mm-hmm. models that transformed those areas in the entrepreneur and, and capital markets, the same things that happened here. It happened in south florida uh, and it's going to be it's going to be more catastrophic in a positive way here because there's so much more ca- there's more capital here in south florida than any of those towns right now wow and so so when that happens it's, it's going to uh it's going to be very interesting to see what transpires you think traffic's bad now
0: <laughs> it's be- yeah no i mean traffic in miami was bad like years ago <laughs> so one of the things that has been a a hot topic within angel groups and vc groups is inclusion and diversity and i would guess that your answer to your this question is that it really hasn't changed much because of the nature of the miami marketplace is naturally diverse so your source of of entrepreneurs as well as investors are diverse by just the nature of the, the region is that a fair statement
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, and Miami-Dade County is, I think, last I, census I saw was 59% Hispanic. So, um, yeah, diversity is just a way of life here, uh, so to speak. And you've got lots of not just not just uh, different cultures and races and and men and women, but di- again, countries that are represented here. Uh, people coming here and, and launching things. Uh from other countries and but yeah so it's a way it's a way of life and i think uh, and you still got certain pockets of capital uh but you've also got people who come here and made immense fortunes that started with nothing uh and uh for example again a lot of the <clears throat> the cuban families uh the, the group uh, that started driftwood capital in coral gables uh another great latin american story the family came here with you know really nothing from uh, 25, 30 years ago, launched the business from their kitchen table, and, and now is a very successful business uh, that's a, a a ten figure, a ten figure portfolio of assets. So, uh, and those the landscape here in South Florida is replete with those stories. So it's really exciting, and again, it's it's a, it's not it's not specific to any particular group, or any particular race, or any particular uh, ethnicity it's really it's really cross cultural i think it provides a great example to the rest of the country of uh, yeah. what's possible and what uh, is transpiring now uh, despite you know what you may be hearing uh, from different aspects of the media that uh, i think we're a great a great a great profile of what america and what the the landscape can offer right now to those people who want to try to pursue things
0: okay so so I know it's sort of in general, you know, the the anything that looks like a good deal we'll invest in. <laughs> so is there <laughs> is there any particular industries and things that you are staying away from these days?
1: Yeah, restaurants and bars, of course. Yeah, sure. that's, we don't do those. We don't do brick and mortar retail and we don't do franchises. But outside of that, Karen, what's to look up in anything? We do have a relationship with groups that do real estate. We don't do real estate per se. But real estate, particularly in this area right now, real estate agents, not brokerage firms, not real estate agencies, but agents themselves, even in the residential market, they're making generational wealth. Um, You know, you sell 15, 10, 12, $15 million individual residences, single family homes are all over the place. And they're being sold every day, literally every day. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, take a 5% commission on a couple of those, you've had a pretty good week. So, um, that's, that's something that we still will look at, but we will, we will, um, farm that out or refer that out to one of our partners that we work that does specifically does real estate. So, uh, that's, we'll look at anything and talk to anybody uh, you know and what I try to do, Karen, even if I can't help somebody that's something we are not going to invest in, I try to find a resource for that company that we can refer them to that may be early stage or seed stage, or you know, for even friends and family around that may be a, a vertical or early, at least be a maybe a family office that has a specific interest or a uh holdings already in that specific vertical market uh, where we can do a strategic relationship. And we've been able to do a couple of those where it was really not something that fit our, our natural profile. However, Mm -hmm. we were able to do introductions uh, to strategic partnerships or families that had interest in a specific niche.
0: Yeah. So there's also a lot of talk, you know, buzz about cannabis and the nature Mm -hmm. of what's happening down in Florida. You guys are, I guess, just made, you already had medicinal, right Mm -hmm. and and he just approved another level so do you see it happening for small businesses down there or because you uh, florida did a a vertical licensing model is it all just real big businesses jumping in on that
1: no i think you're going to see an institutional approach to that as well uh again it becomes a retail piece and and ultimately there's going to be i think uh some corporate interest there as well, but, uh, I think it's like anything else. you know, like, you have some people that want to jump into the spirits industry. Some people that don't, um, but there's, there's money to be made, uh, in the cannabis space. And I think you're going to see probably more interest in that, but it'll be, it'll be groups that, you know, that maybe have some type of vertical integration. That's not something that we would do necessarily right now.
0: Yeah. So very good. So, um, anything else you'd like to share with the listeners of the compassionate capitalist show?
1: come on to south florida there's lots of opportunities here we we welcome everybody and you know what you need to do is you need to to look at what karen rand has in her library uh reading something that she has produced will make your day better no matter how your day is going karen you produce so much good content not just in your podcast but in your articles your books um it really should be required reading for a lot of people in our industry
0: well, thank you very much. And I hope some of your new members are taking advantage of my primer inside Secrets to Angel Investing.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's something that's recommended. No good question.
0: Okay, very good. So thank you for taking time out of your schedule to to share your insights about South Florida. And congratulations for all the successes going on down there with the Gold Coast Angels.
1: Thank you so much, Karen. And again, congratulations to you on your continued success and growth and the things that you're doing. And uh, I appreciate you letting me be a part of this. And uh, and, I'm grateful for for being associated with what you're doing.
0: Yes, thank you. So uh, hopefully I'll be down in that neck of the woods uh, sooner than later. And we'll get together face to face and uh, break some bread.
1: Look forward to it.
0: All right. Thank you. Onwards and upwards.